This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey, Mark. Hey, Charity. It's Amber Reinhardt from Richmond, Kentucky. Just wanted to say I love your guys' podcast. Each week, I can't wait for a new episode to come out. Can't wait to hear more stories and more cases that you guys cover. And you guys keep us laughing and entertained. It's absolutely great. And I love being a part of the Crime Creep group. Guys, if you're not a part of the Crime Creep on, group on Facebook, you definitely need to join. It's so much fun. And you won't regret it. Have a great day, guys. That's right, guys. You won't regret it. Aw, Amber. 603-212-4600. Do the right thing and leave a voicemail just like Amber did. Hey, Mark, are we going to talk about the elephant in the room? Which elephant is that? (laughs) We got a negative. Oh, yeah. Review. I'll read it. Read it. So, guys, listen. I'm totally fine with negative reviews. I get it. Not everybody's going to like us. It's Not totally everyone's, fine. you know, we like are, us. We are 12-year-old boys. I get it. But this one kind of didn't really make sense to me or Mark. But you, you guys listen on. All right. It is from Monica Miss. Oh, okay. Fear mongering at its worst. One star. <laughs> I couldn't bear listening to this podcast. I really tried. They only pass judgment and promote fear-mongering for likes and listeners. Darn charity, they're on to us. <laughs> oh, my God, that is so funny. They don't stick to the facts. They just insert their uneducated opinions. Opinions. For example, pre-podcast chat, they mentioned a boy who murdered a four-year-old and was going to be released after 27 years. He was 14 at the time. <laughs> Oh, this is, guys, it's like he's on the stage. (laughs) Yeah. But you aren't given any other information than that. They mention, is murder even a forgivable act? Obviously pushing that after 27 years 
or even a million years, he would never be suited for release. But wait, Charity, there's more. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, it is. This was a kid, was 14, in prison, 27 years. Hopefully our rehabilitation system works. I mean, usually we fail as a country to rehabilitate, but this is a bigger issue. This is a capital letters, guys, right-wing podcast, giving no one an ounce or thought of forgiveness. Oh. Making things seem as bad as possible. They're right, as bad as this shitty-ass review. <laughs> Maybe they should focus more on facts and less on opinions. Try crime junkies or case file podcasts that stick to the facts without the bells and whistles. Well, that's kind of not the point of this podcast. This is all about our opinions and having All about fun. our opinions. And the thing that bothered me a little bit about that is Hold that- on, Charity. My opinion is this chick is a biatch. <laughs> and I did look her up, by the way. I did find her on Twitter. Yeah. I'm totally right. Total, total waste of my time even reading that review. Yeah. Mark let was me, a little upset over that one. Let me uh, let me clarify a couple things in there just so anybody says. A, the case she's referencing. Me and Charity went back and forth on that one and, about that. And we didn't just mention it pre, pre-podcast no. talk. We... I went through and I told the entire story of how he killed that little boy. Yes. Hold on. I'm going to open my soda. Okay. Because this is our podcast and we do things for likes. ASMR. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. I think she's a little confused um, on what an opinion is, but that's okay. So anyways, the whole point to this, guys, is this was on and was left on Apple. So we need more positive reviews on Apple. (laughs) To cancel out this negative one, please. She's dropped her number down by point one point. I know, but I don't get that because then how many good ones does it take to get? It's weird. Oh, it takes a lot. Why? But we one bad lo- one? I'll be honest. We have a lot of one-star reviews from when we first started the podcast, and it went up, and it takes two weeks, up two to three weeks to, for Apple to accept it. Right. So it had been submitted... But they had actually put the name out in the feed, but they weren't allowing people to download the podcast. So a lot of those one-star reviews are like, oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a great podcast idea. I wish I could download it. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not my fault. It's right. Apple's. Take it up with them. But I don't know. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, even that shitty one of Monica Miss. Like, I don't really <laughs> care. <laughs> to be honest with you guys, that by her saying, A, that this is a right-wing podcast, we have never mentioned politics nope. in it. And nor will we ever, because nope. if you know which way either one of us lean, then we're not doing our job. Right. And, Two, what, and what happens when you assume something? Make an ass out of yourself and not me. <laughs> That's what happens when people assume things. I love it. And B... I should I should do I should do A and then two the and two. then and then three. <laughs> I like it when people do that. <laughs> this podcast is based on our opinions. It is. And your opinions, because we value each and everything that every one of you creeps send in to us. And as you know, Mark and I many times disagree. We have different opinions with each other even. So I Anyways. still want to throw things at charity over the whole crimes of passion episode. Oh guys, that guess still what? Guess aggravates what? me. You know what, Mark? Oh, don't even tell me this is no, what this no, is no, today. no, no, not today. But there, it, I am. I have many more high-profile cases that are coming up that I would love your opinion on. Oh, it's you make very me so similar, mad. but I don't know. We'll see. And the simple fact, before we close out, giving this person any more fame than they really need, the fact that she says that we do this for likes and stuff. 
we don't make any money doing this podcast. So I know. Like, what, what are we doing it for? We do this for fun. <laughs> exactly. I do it to make fun of charity and she yeah. does it to make me mad by bringing up crimes of passion. Do you know what does not make me mad though? What? When people in the Case Watch True Crime Podcast group on Facebook join it and then submit fun stuff because we have this little session called... I know we have to come up with something for that. Best of the week. Can I read something first before you get into yours? You can. This was actually sent to me. So, guys, Case Watch Crime Creeps on Facebook. Yes, do it up. Do it. So this was sent to me by Karen, and um, it was from WMUR9. Yep. And um, it's actually a video, Ohio Woman Gets Stuck Upside Down in a Workout Machine. Oh, I was always afraid of that happening. This happened on September 1st. I'm reading this because this poor woman, this probably would be something that would happen to me. So an Ohio woman was stuck in an unfortunate situation that resulted in her calling 911. Christine Fald said she became stuck upside down while trying out new work equipment, workout equipment. (laughs) Fald was recording on her phone when she became stuck. She attempted to use the inversion table, which is meant to loosen your spine. She was at a 24-hour gym in the early hours of the morning when the incident occurred. She said she called out to her friend who was in another room lifting weights, but no one could hear her. She said she hung on for about five minutes, the poor thing, before calling 911 from her smartwatch. Oh, my God. An officer arrived a few minutes later and was able to help her get down from the machine. Fold said she is now okay. Well, thank goodness, because that could have gone that could have gone bad. Like, what if it was something that was around her neck or I don't know. That that's, is funny. What if that's now become like a clothes hanger? <laughs> right? Funny story. So Charity came in the house today and she noticed obviously that I've been cleaning the porch, which I just throw everything on. Yes. So I was cleaning it the other day and Kristen points to the corner and says, Hey, uh, gonna try those rollerblades again. You know, winter's coming. I'm like, <laughs> darn it. No, no. Do you know what my favorite post? I I have a favorite one that I see every single week that is just like great to me. What is it? Christopher Lynch posted. (laughs) I can't even. Somebody selling fresh tortillas. (laughs) Oh, that one was funny. In the picture, you see a bunch of rolled out tortillas. You sure do. And then someone said that it shows the text thread below. And wait, you see the quote unquote rolling pin also yep. in the picture. Rolling pin. <laughs> You've been rolling with a dildo. <laughs> and the person corrected rolling pin. Why does your picture have a dildo in it then? <laughs> Only an uncultured swine would see that. It's not a vibrating rolling pin. Um, that's called a dildo. It's called a vibrating rolling pin. <laughs> I bet it worked really good to press out those tortillas. Maybe that's something the rolling pin industry should do. Oh, God. So, Christopher, you gave me lots of rolls last night rolling on the floor laughing out louds. Actually, I've been laughing about that one for a couple days. Makes you really think these people like in the bigger cities that sell stuff on the side of the road. There's no saying what kind of cleanliness is going on in their like street vendors and stuff. So Cheryl Falk. Yep. Uh, she wrote decor for the studio. What could possibly go wrong? And it uh, says for sale, cheap, table somehow unstable, never stay in the same place long, shaky, wobbly. It's a table, and underneath it, it is a Ouija board, and it, the table itself is the little yeah. movie thing. So we need to get that for no, the studio. Uh, oh. No, it will end up oh. in the fire pit. Okay. 
I think even worse things can happen to you if you burn something like that. Yeah. Just saying. So Danelle posted this one that took me way longer to understand. Yes, me too. We just talked about this before we even went on air. So it says McDonald's now open until 1 a.m. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I was like, that looks like an I, not a one. (laughs) Now now I was like, I get it. Now open until I am. (laughs) That's awesome. So Chris Lynch uh, shared that the Chowchilla bus kidnapper got parole. Remember, we talked about that case. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I, I would give an opinion, but I'm an un, uncultured swine. Oh, um, yes, we're uneducated. Well, we are. <laughs> hey, we have we have not been in the. We have made that very clear that we're uneducated. <laughs> yes. Walter Cop, A, who got one posted, one post pulled down. I yeah, don't know what, what one for. was that? It doesn't tell me. It's all. Odd. It. So just so everybody Walter, knows. Walter, tell not, us which one it was. It's nothing that we do. It's like I woke up this says. You should you should discipline Walter Cop for posting something <laughs> inappropriate. And I was like, darn, I didn't see what it was. But he oh, did post Walter. one that made through. It <laughs> says Hooters waitress caught dipping hot wings in her vagina. Oh my God, read the story. We have to read the actual story about it. I don't want to know the story. I'm I just do. looking at this. Click on, oh yeah. <laughs> you can't. His is just a Oh no, he but underneath it he posted the actual story. And then someone else posted the actual uh, story as well. Oh, here we go. Yeah, read it up, Mark, in your your best news voice, because this is very, very important, shocking, breaking news. Hooters waitress caught dipping hot wings in her vagina. Oh, God. Ouchie, first of all. Houston, Texas. Jessica Snyder. Oh, I'm messing this all up. Jessica Sinclair, 24, was taken into police custody after she was witnessed by coworkers dipping hot wings in her vagina before serving them to customers. From what authorities had told us, Jessica would dip wings in her vagina right while on and off her period. This is so gross. Oh, my God. This was done to customers who had been rude and or made off remarks about her appearance. She would do this while on her period. If anyone guessed the introduction of blood to this crime heightens the consequences of her actions. Tampering with food along with the addition of human blood is a criminal offense with special circumstances. Carries a sentence of up to 20 years in prison. The lesser charge of inserting the wings into her vagina while not menstruating carry a prison term of up to 10 years. Oh, my God. Family members of the perpetrator claim that while she had the appearance of a well-put-together young woman, she actually suffers from multiple personality disorder and has a long history of incidences that end in either a stay in jail or in a mental hospital on a three-day hold. Had Hooters conducted a background check, this whole incident could have been avoided. Oh, really? Wow, we. Um. So, uh, Casey Wilburn Peel, yep, our friend, posted uh, this, and it said, "Such a crazy morning in Tupelo, Tupelo, MS." Isn't um, it Tupelo? Tupelo. Sorry, thanks, Mark. Sorry, guys. Early Just because th- there's a place up the road called the Tupelo Music Music Center. Oh, okay. That's the only reason I know. Early this morning, Corey Patterson from Shannon stole a plane and started flying over, what what is it? Tupelo? Tupelo. He called 911 and threatened to crash into Walmart. I saw this live on TV. Really? He then flew all over Northeast MS sporadically. Finally, he crashed down near Benton County and is alive and and the plane is intact. They have him in custody. That's scary. Yeah, because that could have ended very badly. That could have ended not even just for him. My gosh. Uh, Daniel Finch, hello, fellow crime creeps. Celebrate with me. Today is my birthday and my youngest grandson's birthday. 
But most important, my oldest granddaughter is getting married today to the generation to come. Congratulations to all of you. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wow. I do like this one that Christopher Lynch has got a funny mind. He does. He says, I got the job. I start removing catalytic converters today at midnight. <laughs> he made sure to say that it was just a joke, guys. <laughs> this face right here, Michael Wilson, when you're full and then someone brings out a oh, cake. Oh, the kitty. I love I, that. I made that face earlier. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, th this one too. Again, Chris Lynch. Yeah, I know which one you're going to do. <laughs> When you try to make Halloween eyeball cookies, but they end up with a pile of titties. <laughs> I do like that one. Oh, so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, it makes me happy. Oh, Joellen posted a picture of her kitties, her crime kitties. They're waiting patiently for the next Case Watch episode. Hey, well, here it is. It's right here, guys. I hope the kitties like it. Uh, I like this one right here. Oh. I actually had to show Kristen this one. Wendy Durston said... Scientists at ASDA have created Science. mashed potatoes out of plants. <laughs> cute. Guys, let that sink in for a minute. Let it sink in, guys. Let it sink in. Plant-based mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, my God. This is me, Kristen Lee. I just know I will die trying to pet something I shouldn't. Right? That's me. I'm like, oh, my God. What's that? It's so cute. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, Michael Wilson posted what basically this is Sophie every morning. The cat is patting, meowing, loud purring, suffocation, foot clawing, and then she ends up sitting on your face. Love that. That's um, every morning so for me. Well, more than one post person posted this, but I'm going to read the one that Vanessa Lee Fielding. Ah, I sent this to Kristen. Yeah. Not sure how to cook this and really scared to put the rub on it. Definitely got to go check that out. <laughs> and that's a huge cut of meat for only 15 that's bucks. a large cut of meat. <laughs> I love this. This is me my entire childhood. Michael Wilson. Then be cool. Here comes your crush. Me. Yep. And it's got a cat with a snot bubble. Yep. With a snot bubble. <laughs> So before we get in today's case, I just got to take a minute and swoon over my amazing grandson. He is absolutely adorable. So Aubrey FaceTimes me all the time because if they people don't know, we live three hours away. Um, he's amazing. He just does all this cool stuff with his hands all the mm. time. And he likes to look with his big, wide open eyes. And he went to his first tractor pull the other day. He did. He did. He got his... He had his little earmuffs Aww. on, and Aubrey said he, she was, like, worried at first, but he loved them, watched them. Aww. And I've been a huge fan of racing, as most people know, so I used to bring Aubrey to the races every week, and she used to fall asleep during what's called the Modifieds, which are the open-wheel cars, which are the really loud ones, and they were at the tractor poles, and they had the modified tractors, 
And those are the ones that my little boy fell asleep at. Oh. So it's just like history repeating itself. Oh, it's so cute. And is in Aubrey's falling right into mummyhood. Oh, yeah. She's great. That's awesome. I sent over. So I got a new car. And so I had the Cadillac sitting here. And I just so I gave that to Aubrey as a present. And had it towed over. And now they're all happy. And Aubrey's driving around at Dad's old Cadillac. Love it. I miss it. I miss that Cadillac every day. I know. Day. But just think your grandson's in it now. I know, jamming out in that thing. That was like the best car I've ever owned in my life. I'm I wait- loved it. I'm waiting for Mark's hair to start turning fully gray everywhere now that he's a grandfather. My beard is all gray. No, it's not. It's not I all actually know. So if it gets longer, it's all gray. So it's like Kristen said to me the other day. She's like, after you cut my hair, she's like, yeah, you really need to go yeah. shave now. Yeah, I did cut his, end up cutting his hair after that last episode, guys. Yes, you did. I and did. then on top of it, yeah, because... She was here when you said that. When she said that, yep. you're like, yeah, he, you, he do need to shave. And then I didn't for like three days, and she, oh, she really? asked me about it. She's like, you know, that I was kind of serious about that because you kind of look like crap right now. I was like, thanks oh. a lot, dear. That was nice. So I'm curious, what do you have for us today? So I just have a story about a family that's it's just a sad story. Okay. And I just want to put it out there because it just, when you're having a bad day and you've been going through some things and... You kind of think of stories like this and you realize that your day isn't as bad as it could be. You just made me think of Daniel Powder. You had a bad day. <laughs> Take a look. Around. Wow, Mark, you haven't sang in a while. I know. Oh, I sh- <laughs> that's right. I should stick to my false opinions instead. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Guys, well, I, I'm, I'm not at all butthurt about no, that not. at all. Well, I've this, not talked about and that for I three would days. like to say <laughs> that I try really hard to put out correct info i really do when in my researching look yes. in a bunch of different places to make sure that's what she said <laughs> whoever sent that to us is great i love that thing <laughs> i annoy Kristen with it because when she, sure. she'll say something to me and i'll just pull out the button that's what she said and i love that I it's different every single time i can't you shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> are you ready i'm ready so we're going to be talking about um, a family called the Lyles family. Okay. Okay. And the Lyles family has been through much trauma. And like I said, I thought it was important to share this story. The family is from Florida and lived in a very large home on East Street in Jacksonville. This ranch style house was so large, they nicknamed it the castle. Okay. So the castle was targeted more than once for burglary for obvious reasons. Debbie and Michael raised all of their five children there, right in the home. Now, Debbie and Michael were actually high school sweethearts. How cute is that? Totally in love. Had all these kids. Totally happy to raise their kids in this home. Aww. In July of 1993, Debbie Lyle, the mother of the family and a beloved school music teacher, was home alone, puttering around her house, probably cleaning or doing laundry, Maybe cooking, who knows? Whatever you do when you're home on your day off, right? There was a knock at the door. So she, of course, answered it to see who it was. It was a man she had never seen before. A man named Curtis Head. Debbie assumed the man was looking for some lawn work since the yard was large. I'm sure they got asked by many, right? So someone walking Mm. by, hey, many times, I'm sure, like it says, somebody rang the doorbell. I used to get asked that all the time, except because I just don't mow my lawn. Yeah. And we're like that... 
one house in the whole cul-de-sac. Like all the other houses called different lawn companies to see if they'd come to your house and ask. <laughs> it's so funny because there's like eight houses on our cul-de-sac and we're that one that's like the last, it's called basically like the last house on the left, even though we're not on the left, but you get what I mean. Like we're that yard. That's awesome. I'm self-aware of it now, Yeah, but I just don't care. Oh, well, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? Not mow it. I can tell you that. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Debbie quickly realized that Curtis wasn't looking for work at all. He was looking to rob the home. He forced his way into the home, and within a 20-minute time frame, he robbed and beat Debbie, leaving oh her tied up alone and petrified. I can only imagine the horrific aftermath of emotions and fear this incident left, not only on Debbie, but the entire family. So think about it, right? You're in your own home. That's your spot where you should be able to your feel safest the safest spot. Like never would you think that something like this would happen. You know, I mean, the poor thing was left tied up and beaten. Um, there's a video of Debbie on the stand confronting her attacker, actually, because she had to. Yep. So that that had to have been emotionally be damaging as well. Luckily, Curtis was found and arrested and was the first person to be convicted under Florida's then new home invasion law. Because of this law, he was sentenced to life in prison. Good. Unfortunately, Curtis was only in jail for five months when he was considered for release on parole because of overcrowding in the prisons. This must have brought so much fear to the family once again, thinking that he could be back out on the street once again and soon af- so soon after the attack. All right, I got to stop for a second. Yes. He was given a life sentence. Yep. And let him go after five months. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's think of that. Well, and think about it too, right? So this family, think of how petrified only after five months you're thinking to yourself, is he pissed because we had him convicted? Yeah. Is I, he going to come back to our home? Is he going to do something worse? That would be one of the worse? huge things that I would be yeah. thinking. Yep. Wow. Yep. I just can't even believe that. Well, clearly Michael Lyles was not okay at, with this at all. And he knew he had to stop an early release to protect his family. At the time, he worked with a man named Ted Hires, the man that later he was the man that later founded the Justice Coalition. This amendment states that all felons must serve at least 85 percent of their sentence. Curtis luckily was left in jail where he belonged. Good. Yes. Thank God. So now let's fast forward to March 23rd, 2017. There was yet another break in and Debbie was again home alone. Oh, my God. The home was obviously burglarized. Debbie was once again attacked. This time, she wasn't as lucky as the first time. In fact, she didn't survive the attack and was found by her husband, Michael, who frantically called for help. Oh, my God. When law enforcement arrived, they found the house in shambles and Debbie's car was missing. Unfortunately, Debbie was pronounced dead at the scene and the cause of death was later determined to be blunt force. I just... How does it... That happening to you once. I know. In a lifetime. It's like twice. Unbelievable to me. It's just so sad. Police were able to use video from North Main Street and were able to track the car as it drove along and then turned into a trailer park on 40th and Main Street. This was just two days after the invasion. A search warrant was done in Adam's trailer where some bloody shoes and a handgun were found. So Adam, we'll get into him. Um, was the name of the man who attacked her. Scumbag in my eyes. 
So apparently, Adam was known by law enforcement. He was released from prison in 2016 after being sentenced for six years for burglary and grand theft. But wait a minute. That, mm-hmm. that Melissa girl from our, our bad review said the rehabilitation system in this country works good. But he was released. You know what? She I should did send her say this. That. I know. Guys, I'm not bitter at all. No. Not at all. It'll just be a couple of weeks of me doing this. Stuff. Don't worry. Like, it, it won't be too, too long. Like, I, it was it was exciting because as soon as Charity came in the house today, Kristen looked at her and said, thank God, because now he can complain to you and not me about this comment. And it was my fault because. <laughs> I didn't even see it. She's texted it to me. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so funny. Sorry. Okay. So, like I said, Adam was known by law enforcement because of his release from prison after six years for burglary and grand theft. Yeah. So not rehabilitated. Write that one down. Rehabilitated people went on to kill. Went on to kill. Write it down. Yep. Highlight that. So Lieutenant Steve Gallagher announced this information at a press conference and said that 24-year-old Adam Lawson was arrested. The day after Adam's arrest, Michael, Debbie's husband, had this to say to the Florida Times Union. People have been so considerate and kind, and oh my gosh, the heartfelt comments of gratitude for my wife have been overwhelming. I can't say it overshadows the gloom, but even when I am devastated that we have a young man who throws his life away because he valued another life so little, the feelings of those who adored her helps. How sad. That just made me think of something. So side tangent that people hate with that when I do. All right. So a couple weeks ago, actually, it'd be months ago at this point, like we had talked about our favorite YouTubers and stuff like yeah. that that we watched. So mine was Steve Walleye. Wallace, Wall- I can never pronounce his last name, but it's Camping with Steve. Yep. So I'd noticed there hadn't been a new episode for a couple, like a week. I was like, something's up. Uh-oh. So then he posted one the other day. I his Unfortunately, his beautiful wife passed away <gasps> in her sleep. Oh, my God. So I was just like, and it hit me in the feels. And I was like, dude, I've been watching this dude for years. That's like, so sad. Every week, every episode. I've seen every episode. I watch him every week. And it's just one of those, just as a reminder, just like these cases, guys. Kiss those ones that you love Absolutely. around you. Keep them close. Like, because you never know. You just don't this know. This guy didn't think when he went to work that they that his wife would be killed, uh, you know, and burglarized again. Nope. It's horrible. It's horrible. Oh, that's so, so sad. I just, it just made me think of that. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. So. Things just happen so quick. Yeah. A year after Debbie's death, Michael spoke to News 4 Jacks on what would have been the couple's 42nd wedding anniversary. The widow found himself sitting in a pre-trial hearing looking at his wife's killer. So on what would have been their 42nd wedding anniversary. I don't know how it handled that. Yep. Michael said, they say grieving is not a process. It's something you have to go through. I'm not done with that chapter yet. He went on to say, we recently found out just how badly she was hurt. Initially, we were told the preliminary coroner's report, sorry guys, suggested that she could have been unconscious from the first blow. Since then, we've discovered she was beaten severely. Both, uh, um, her, both of her um, jaws were broken or her jaw was broken, top and bottom. Her right ear was almost removed. Oh, my God. It's devastating to realize how much of a battle she had. Oh, my God. Michael has grandchildren, and at least one of them will never get to meet their grandmother. The family would have to wait two full years before hearing what the then 26-year-old Adam's sentencing would be. To avoid the death penalty, 
Adam Christopher Lawson Jr. took a plea deal. Per the deal, he would not be sentenced and pled in sent to death. Sorry. Instead, he would be sentenced to two life. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I can tell you that I'm always helping other people and never give enough time to actually help myself. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brain works. So why don't we treat them that way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. There's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. This isn't the 1980s where there's a stigma around getting brain help, but let's be honest, not enough people take advantage of it. BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash CaseWatch. That's BetterHelp.com slash CaseWatch. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sentences in 20 extra years for first degree murder. Armed burglary. Burglary. Auto can, theft. That's my in, name I can't say. Auto theft. In possession of a firearm by a felon. Debbie was only 62 years old at the time of her death. If you guys really want to find out what kind of person Debbie was... Read some of the amazing things people said about her on her obituary page. Her full name was Deborah Camp Lyles. This woman, I'm getting the chills because I read a lot of them. This woman was beloved by her community, her, the children she taught. I mean, she just, she was a ray of sunshine. Let's just say that. Very sad. That's horrible. Have you ever heard of restorative justice? No. Okay. I hadn't. So, of course, I contacted Miss Wiki. For a full definition. And she was available. I love Miss Wiki. She was available. And she gave me a really good answer. So let's just, let's just let you, I'll read what she had to say. Okay. Restorative justice is an approach to justice where one of the responses to a crime is to organize a meeting with the victim and the offender. Ooh. 
sometimes with representatives of the wider community. The goal is for them to share their experience of what happened, to discuss who was harmed by the crime and how, and to cr- create a co- consensus of for what the offender can do to repair the harm from the offense. This may include a payment from the uh, offender to the victim, apologies and other amends and other actions to con- compensate those affected and to prevent the offender from causing future harm. A restorative justice program aims to get offenders to take responsibility for their actions, to understand the harm they have caused, to give them an opportunity to redeem themselves, and to discourage them from causing further harm. For victims, its goal is to give them an active role in the process and to reduce feelings of anxiety and powerlessness. I get that. Mm -hmm. It looks like this meetup is so the victim or victim's family can ask questions about the crime committed, maybe ask why. I don't know if I would want to know. Also, to ease the fear they may have towards the actual criminal. Families of victims and victims themselves must agree to meet with their offenders. It isn't pushed on them from the sounds of it at all. So, you're right. I don't know how I feel about this. But I guess I could see, I don't know, the fear, right? The Mm -hmm. fear of the criminal themselves. Maybe if you, like, sat down and talked to them now that they're in prison, maybe that would help ease. I don't know. Or for, like, this family because this is exactly what the Lyles family agreed to do. For this family, I think they had questions. Like the children, the grown children had written down questions. They wanted to know exactly why and hold him accountable for it. And I think that they had some things they wanted to get off their chest. So I, I'm up in the air on this. Let's let's discuss this. Yeah. All right. So let's let's discuss the wider range of A, that crappy review, about basically what that's about. Right. Can we re- rehabilitate people? I think we can. I think we can too. But as the a victim's family member, do I f- care if they've been rehabilitated or do I want them to stay in jail for the rest of the life because they took a family member yeah. away from me? Yeah. I should be allowed to want both. I yes. should be allowed. I absolutely want them rehabilitated. Correct. Then I want them to sit in jail and rot for the rest of their life because they took away. Imagine if that was your mother, right. your daughter. Your sister, your yep. family member. Yeah. So, okay, great. You're rehabilitated. Great. I don't have my family member anymore. And I'm sorry. I feel like they should have to pay for that. Right. If I, let's put it this way. In California, if you get caught selling drugs or something, three strikes, little crimes, you're in jail for life. Yep. But yet I'm supposed to be okay with somebody getting out after 20 years because they were 14 when they killed somebody. Right. doesn't matter. Really doesn't matter to me. Well, and if you recall that story, um, he didn't just kill the boy. He tortured him. He defiled him. He uh, beat him with a rock, I believe, and he inserted something inside of him. It wasn't, not that just killing him would have been any better, but if you you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that episode. And we did a big discussion on it and what we think. And I think both of us were possibly still undecided at the end of the episode as well. And it's a case-by-case basis to me. Exactly. Well, but no case I, is, is the same. But I think as a family member, you should be able to, in your mind, say whether you want to forgive somebody or not. I agree. I can tell you right now, if somebody ever hurt one of my family members or my children or a grandchild, I would want death upon you. Right. End of discussion. Yeah. So I, I don't know. This rehabilitation thing is a subject that's just being pushed as of like the last 15 years, 10 right. years. 
by people that say, oh, everyone's entitled to a second chance. There's some things that you're not. Right. Give me a break. Yeah. Sorry, Charity, I hijacked. Nope, nope, but you know what, Mark? That's your opinion, and you are totally entitled to it. My other opinion is your Super Mario shirt is pretty badass. This is my new one. I have that I other like one, that. too. Yeah. Isn't She's it gonna, nice? I haven't seen that one yet. It's like turquoise Oh, it's and out pink. right now at our favorite place where we get all our T-shirts. Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go down there. I you love all my to. Walmart shirts. And then maybe we can twin wear them the same day. I'll have to get it. We'll be fun. Okay, so the children, Michelle, 38... At the time, Dana, 42, Gerald, 34, Rachel, 43, Rocky, 26, and their father, Mike, all wanted to meet with Adam Lawson. They wanted to see if he had been rehabilitated at all, and they wanted to know why. Why and how did he kill their beloved mother? That's so hard for me. Adam agreed to meet with the family and tell them everything about what happened that horrific day Debbie lost her life and changed the Lyles family forever. The meeting was set up by Jacksonville State Attorney. The last meeting with Adam was set to take place September of 2018. Gerald even wrote his mother's killer in jail. Here is part of what he said. You ready? Yep. On March 23rd, 2017, you murdered my mother. I am writing to say that I forgive you. No matter what you've done or will do, God can still do good in you and through you. Wow. That little bit really just speaks volumes about this family. Yeah. Like, I, uh, wow. And that was probably people who, people who say that they forgive people like this mm-hmm. say it's, it's more for them because to move on with their life, they need to shed the forgiveness. But oh, yeah. I can't even imagine how hard, hard that would be to forgive somebody like that. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could either. And by and people I, saying that they could, who have not been in this situation. Right. It's the same thing that I get aggravated when you watch the true crime shows on TV and they're like, well, when we told them their significant other was murdered, like they didn't act the way we thought they would. Yeah. Everybody acts differently. Yeah. Give me a break. That's I hate when yeah. people say that. And honestly, I, I hope none of you ever have to know if you'll forgive or not. Yeah. And same with us. I wish crime this would is, end. This is just so sad. The day finally arrived and the Lyles family found themselves anxiously awaiting to meet with Adam Lawson in a law library. In another room, Adam waited with armed guards watching him as he sat chained up. Both the prosecution's lawyer and Adam's defense lawyers were there as well. Adam suddenly began shaking violently, quietly talking to himself, saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. After what I've taken from them, I can't. So he's really becoming extremely anxious because he does have remorse and does feel horrible for what he did. And he doesn't want to face them. He doesn't want to face them. He's he's afraid. Chicken. Yeah. Their mother didn't have a choice when they I know. faced you or not. That's, this is the whole point of this meetup, I think, is to force that. You know, you need to, to stand up for yourself and admit what you did and face the family. Yeah. You know? Both lawyers tried their best to make him understand how important it was for the family to meet face to face. The convincing went on for about an hour, but Adam just couldn't bring himself to do it. The lawyers knew he wasn't budging and they had to go break the news to the family. The family was completely caught off guard. Never did they think Adam would back out of the meeting. To say they were disappointed is an understatement. All five grown children and their father had meticulously prepared What they would ask or say, they brought writings and pictures and had worked themselves up to come face to face with the killer and hopefully 
gain some closure. So I think that's the other thing too, right? This had to be horrible on them to do this. It's horrible. And you know, that says something like closure. They wanted closure. So they could, obviously they were going to, they will miss their mother forever and will grieve their mother forever. Just because I don't think I could do this. I don't, I 100% see. Right. The effects of doing it and what it could have on your closure. And, I just would be afraid that I would kill the person. Right. Well, that's why they have people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they would have to stop me first. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I get that. You know, this family wanted to come face to face with him and ask him those it's hard questions. Family. It's a brave family, a very brave family. So Mike had refused to leave the castle as much as his children tried to get him to move. They couldn't understand why he wanted to stay in the huge house where their mother was brutally murdered. He just loved her so much. I think he he just wanted to be surrounded by memories of her. But I, I get it. I get it too. But ugh. Mike was having a hard time processing his high school sweetheart's death, the one and only love of his life. After the meeting fell through, he complained that he wasn't sleeping well. He was just existing. If he heard any sound in the big house, he would get his gun and search for an intruder. So he has like PTSD big time. Oh, yeah. He had recently gotten a dog for himself for added protection. But he would just let the dog roam around the house and scratch and chew on furniture. A few weeks after the meeting was supposed to happen, Mike wrote an email to all of his children. And this is what it said. So before we read this, he was living a horrible existence. He was lonely. He was heartbroken. He was scared. And he probably was filled with major anxieties and depression. I bet. It's just horrific. So this is what the email said. Maybe we were the ones that were too open when we were played by the prospect of a conversation with Lawson. I can't imagine myself even experiencing happiness again outside of spending time with you and yours. I know he is as close as a whisper. Oh, God. Man. So sad. Imagine receiving an email like this from your grieving father. Nope. You know, and these are, here's the other thing. It's not like he had young kids that he had to be strong for. Yes, he had grandkids or has grandkids, but his children all have lives, too, that they have to live. Yeah. So what do you do in a situation like that? You know? So Mike's daughter, Rachel, was the one that picked her father up and drove him to his homicide victim support group. So he wasn't a support group, you know? So that was, he was trying to help himself. She also felt extra guilt because she worked for a home security company. She beat herself up thinking that she should have forced the issue and make the family home more secure. You can't. Uh, let's I, be honest here. I, I, how many people actually arm their security systems once they get it? It's out of sight, out of mind. But that, and you can't do that to yourself. No. I would. I'm sure I would do the same thing. Yeah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? Well, like I, oh, everybody I could have, I could have set them up and got them, but they were probably like, no, we're fine. Like this is our home. We yeah. lock it up. We, you know. So Rachel was sitting at her desk at work not long after she received her father's email when a call came in for her. The person on the other end of the phone was from her father's victim, victim advocacy group. They were very concerned because Mike never showed up at any of the events that went on the previous weekend. Apparently, this wasn't like him at all. Rachel left work right away and headed to the castle, worried sick about her father. She nervously opened the door to her childhood home went inside only to find her father's her father dead on the couch Ugh. right next to where Debbie's beaten and bloodied body was found. 
Listen to this part. This is the this worst is horrible. part. Mike's official cause of death was broken heart syndrome, also referred to as stress-induced cardiomyopathy. Oh, my God. Daughter Michelle has other thoughts, thinking that it was the restorative justice that killed her dad. This poor family, thank God the kids have each other and seem close. Hopefully they remain close and can share the good memories instead of the horrible ones. How sad is the story? This is absolutely horrible. And I don't even know how it came ac- how I came across it. It kind of like showed up in when I was like researching stuff and, it, and it, I just came across it. And when I started to read into it, I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe not only are you attacked twice in your own home by a burglar and killed. Which is unbelievable in itself. In itself. And now the the father of the family is gone as well. All because of this incident. It's unfair, to say the least. It's unfair and it's downright sad. So, I mean, I just think about that. I, ever since I've, I researched this story, I just think about these this family. I just think about what they've been through. And they were such a close, tight, loving family. And hopefully they still are, but... It could be any family any anywhere family. in the United States. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's many other families like this as well. Guys, give us some feedback on this. Uh, Case Watch podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Case Watch pod on Twitter. Follow Charity on Instagram because I am beating her. So He's beating me by five, guys. I, I am not Mark B. She's Charity underscore Case Watch. And always text and voicemail line 603-212-4600. Forty six hundred guys. We need more voicemails. Yes, we do. We love hearing your voices. Makes our day. Yeah, just tell us what you ate for breakfast. I don't. Oh, care. just say, yo, yo, Adrian. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. All if right, it, guys. <laughs> if it's a swear word, we might not be able to play it. Just say no. We can't. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. See ya. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. 
So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.